Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of CEN News. For this week's episode, we'll be doing a Where Are They Now special with some of my former members who graduated last year. Let's go ahead and allow them to introduce themselves so some of our new listeners can get to meet them. Hi, I'm Angel. It's nice to be back. Hi, I'm Catherine. It's good to be back as well. Thank you guys. Excited to have you back. Now moving on to Sheila with our new segment. Hi everyone, for this week's news updates, Biden signed a one trillion infrastructure bill to make America's lives better. This bill includes creating jobs that are to help reconstruct crumbling bridges and roads and also expanding the internet access to millions of Americans. The signing of this bill is very significant since both political parties attended. Both political parties standing there gives it a significant meaning that there can be a time where both parties are coming together and can agree on something and aren't just colliding heads. Following up is the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, whose trial has lasted for two weeks and has been announced not guilty this afternoon. He accused of murdering two people and winning a third during a protest last year against police brutality in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The not guilty decision will have a significant impact on those who are, were hoping for a guilty ruling. Moving on, the CDC is endorsing the booster shots for adults who have Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. They say it's recommended to wait six months after getting your second dose, and people who are over 50 and who have critical living conditions are most recommended on getting the booster shot. And now moving on, where are they now on our where are they now segment with Catherine and Angel? Aureli, take it away with the first question. So for our first question we have is how have you guys been ever since you graduated high school? That's really a good question. I have actually been good and bad sometimes in terms of like having to meet new people, having new experiences in college, new classes, new professors, a new environment, as well as having like those type those times where you can actually feel frustrating, you can feel lost, you can feel anxious, you can feel like you lost the way whenever you get here into college. But actually, I've been handling really well. I've met some really good people that have helped me. They have tutored me. They have told me how to get through all that stuff, all their, all those uh, difficulties. And it's really normal for us to feel this way whenever we transition from high school to college. But sometimes it can take a lot of time. It can take a lot of courage. But at the end of the day, we make it and we actually face the problems and how to become someone better, a new version of ourselves. Um, personally, I've been okay. Um, there has been times where I there's just like too much uh, mentally and it can feel like very draining and stressful. But at the same time, like, I know that I'm healthy. So, like, I try to look at, like, the positive side instead of, like, focusing more on the negative. So that's the thing that, like, kind of, like, I guess you could say keeps me going. Okay, so for our next question, do you think Jesper prepared me for college? I believe Jesper did prepare me for college, especially on my networking abilities. It did help me to be more social with uh, new organizations, with professors at college, and also with some of the new students. Because when I was in my freshman year here, I remember I used to be shy, I used to be quiet. But with the help of my teachers and the help of students here, it helped me have a growth in myself to be more extrovert with people. And this allowed me also to have more opportunities for volunteering and also finding new ways for me to start applying those experiences, abilities on my new career, which is uh, computer science. And it's going to help me a lot in the future because I know networking is really useful for you to find new opportunities if you're trying to go into a job 
you need to find people actually to that are going to help you you need to start being more social if you're trying to be the best of the best in the future so you can have a better life um i feel like okay yes prep itself just um prepared me to uh want to go to college that's the reason i am in college well also my parents they encouraged me to go to college but yes prep was kind of like okay like go to college like 100 every day um but academically wise i feel like at the beginning they were challenging but then i like as the years progressed like it just wasn't as challenging and like i understand that like college is meant to be um a little bit harder but like just like academically i can't say i was truly challenged maybe my a push class that that's what feels more <laughs> like the sorry that's what feels more like uh that really did feel more like a book college class and I know it's like an AP credit mm -hmm. course so like it makes sense so I feel like the only reason I feel like a little okay with it is because I had that like um AP class that like helped me get a feel of what if of like what it would be like and I thought it'd be um it'd be nice if like yes I could add like more AP courses because like some courses they don't even have and others do have, so it'd be cool if they could just add more, mm -hmm. personally speaking. Okay, if you could redo your high school experiences, what would you do differently? What would I do differently is taking calculus in my junior and senior year, because now that I'm in college, I'm understanding or realizing how hard it is to, for me to keep in touch with all my classes at once, and also seeing all my uh, courses for my degree it says that, like I need a lot of math courses, so it's gonna be a huge, huge, huge uh, transition from being in high school to taking all these math courses and being just focused on those. It's gonna take like a lot of mental strength for me, and sometimes I'll feel like I'm gonna I want to give up because it's too hard, and it's gonna be too hard. I'm not saying like for me it's just too hard. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be painful mentally sometimes. But at the end of the day, we still make it. We still find the right people for us to help us. We can go directly to our professors. We can ask another students that are uh, more smarter than us. And that's one of the reasons we need to start thinking like we're not actually the best out there. Once we get there, we're going to start realizing that there are be better people than us. There are more people prepared for all the kinds of stuff. And that's one of the steps we need to start realizing now that if you want to be start growing yourself mentally, spiritually, physically, you got to start realizing that you're not the best in the world and you just got to take one step so you can make a change. Um, if I could redo my high school experience, um, I'd probably try much harder on my grades. And it's not to say that I didn't try on my grades because I did. But there was a point where I know that like I gave up and I prioritized other things that like I shouldn't have. And now that like I regret because um, reason why I'm in the college I'm at now is because um, I I slacked a lot. I mean my GPA was still fine. I can't complain about it. But like if I would have like just like worked harder, I feel like I could have gotten like better scholarships. But also like if I could redo it, I'd probably work on scholarships sooner. I feel like I waited to work with the teachers because they were like, oh like just wait for us, like everything at its time. But I, there was like 
two big scholarships that I missed on because I was like, oh, okay, then I'm going to work with the teachers. But that was like a really bad mistake because I missed on like two full rides. So I feel like I probably do things at like my own pace and maybe just join more like extracurriculars so I could have tried to socialize more with people and be more like prepared as to like, yeah, just be more social. Do you think having your senior online impacted your college experience? Uh, it sort of did. It was in a good and a bad way. The good way is it actually helped me be more experienced and how to navigate through the platforms and through the internet and how to be more expertise in this type of way. But in a bad way, it also like helped me, not helped me, but like it obstructed me to have more, <clears throat> be more social with the people. It made me stay at home all the time. So in that way, I would stay in my comfort zone for me, just like doing my own thing and not just like worrying about others. And when it came, the time I'm going to college is like, well, I got to meet new people. It's not the same as being as in high school. It's going to be people from different parts of the world, different parts from the country. And it kind of made me intimidate, being intimidating at first, but once I started talking to people, it's like, okay, I'm just going back to normal again. I'm feeling more uh, more confident with myself now that I have these people around me and it can be, and I can just be myself with them. Mm. Yeah, um, being online my senior year did impact my college experience because I chose to stay at home. So I kind of just like got used to like being by myself and just like being around my family. So like, I personally wouldn't even come to like school events like my senior year because I was like, that just like feels weird to me, which I mean, I do regret now, but like at the same time, it, it just felt like out of my comfort zone. But like now that I'm in college, like just like being around strangers and like in a much like bigger campus, like just like fills me up with like anxiety. And there was like this time where I was in class and I just got very anxious and an urge to cry and just like felt like getting out of there. So like that wasn't necessarily like a good feeling. And I just like cried on my way back to the car like the whole time. So yeah, it it affected it a lot actually uh, socially. So things are just different now. Do you think that like like knowing what you know now about your first, because you, you're almost through your first semester in college. Um, specifically thinking about your senior year in high school, are there things that you wish would have been said to you prior to going to college? Well, I wish a lot of people would tell me like how hard classes would have been. I know they've told me a lot, but I didn't know it was gonna be sometimes this difficult, like the amount of work they gave us and sometimes the mental breakdowns we can have during our own way through having these things done. It can be really, um, it can be really an adversary for us now that we just transitioned from high school to college because in high school, we have the help of our teachers. Mm -hmm. Our teachers are there for us. We can see our teachers in like, in every corner of, the, of our high school. But in college is being more independent, mm -hmm. is being more responsible. You have to start uh, tracking the, the exact time you start. You need to start doing your own stuff for college. And you should also start being more applicable to your time management. If you spend a lot of time 
thinking that okay it's not due until the until next month so i'm just start doing it the week after before we start turning in and i believe that could be an really university it can be really hard for us but i'm actually handling really well right now at first it was real difficult being just me like telling myself that i should start doing this i should go to my class at this time but at the end we start being more responsible it it helps it helps a lot to be really just us because at the end of the day we're it's only us that care about our own self that mm, like something that like i wish i would have been told mm-hmm. before. um i wish they would have told me that i had to be that i had to have better time management because i'm really struggling with that and like i feel like if there would have been like ways like oh like you know like that could have like prepared us to like manage our time better i feel like i wouldn't be struggling as much but i know like part of it's like me that like because college is all about like being independent it's like everything kind of just like lays on you so it's kind of like i know that i had to do my part but i feel like i wish somebody would have been like hey like start working from like years before to you can better prepare yourself like time wise so you won't struggle as much do you believe the teachers supported you enough through your high school years i do believe they supported me a lot through my high school years it's been really it's really nice when a teacher comes up to you and they tell you that you actually did a great job in something it's actually a really piece of motivation for you and sometimes it really helps you to be on track and actually start not losing the way for you to be successful or not quitting too easily and so and yeah it kind of impacted me that way that i should whenever i listen to my teachers saying like oh you actually did a great job you were actually a good student you actually helped me see this different than i used to and it's really like really nice to hear that from your teachers now that i'm graduating from high school listening to my advisor saying that oh i was really a phenomenal student when i was in my senior year and actually helps me be more motivated it's like really a piece of advice that can be there throughout my journey in college um yes and no i can't really say i was close to a teacher and that they like pushed me like oh that you can do this like there was a few times where like oh like good job but it was never something like it wasn't like on a regular like not even a regular but like it wasn't even frequent so like i can't say that they were like actually there for me there was a time though where like a teacher actually like texted me and said that they just got a feeling to check up on me and i actually really needed it at that time so like i remember that but like personally i don't feel like i got that much of a teacher support and i guess it was me like not building that like relationship with the teachers but um even i feel like even if you don't build it like a teacher should like at least like try to like have some kind of like real connection with you or like relationship and like the student teacher sense <laughs> sorry um but yeah um i think most of it it was just me and there was a lot of times where like i felt like i couldn't do it but i was just in my head and I was kind of just like being by myself and like not really have that support. So yeah. If you could give one piece of advice to the class of 2022, what would that be? And then what do you think the class of 2022 should take advantage of while they're still in Northside? 
um, stop procrastinating. That's my piece of advice. <laughs> Don't procrastinate. I swear it won't help you at all. I know like many of you start thinking like, oh, this application is not due until February. So I'm gonna start doing it on uh, January 31st. That's it. No, just just get us start being more responsible. You start, you need to start being more, you gotta start worrying more about the future because the decisions you take now are gonna be the impact for the future. So yeah, if you procrastinate a lot, either if it's on homework, either if it's for studying for a test, if you use an application for a college or a scholarship, it's gonna be an impact for you either. And I'm not saying it's gonna be like, oh, well, there are gonna be more opportunities in the future. Well, you just missed one opportunity right now. Do you think it's gonna be the same the next time you see that opportunity and just let it go like that? But yeah, it can be really hard for us to be on track of the of our own assignments, our own tasks. But yeah, I promise you, if you keep procrastinating, like you're doing, um, like most of you are, are doing right now in high school, it can be really frustrating in the future whenever you don't see anything happening. Because if you don't see like any progress, it's because you're not making it something good. I feel like one piece of advice I would give is definitely work on time management. That's like a really important part about college. And um, what I've done to try and be a little better I had, is I bought this calendar and like you're supposed to read the syllabus on your own. Like teachers are not going to tell you, oh, this is due today or this is due next week. Like you yourself have to go look at the syllabus and just like check when things are due. So what I did was buy a calendar and I just wrote all the deadlines for the semester or at least the ones that are on the syllabus and just like a whole bunch of assignments that are due. And I feel like that has definitely helped because I just like, okay, I know like this is what I have to do. Um, also, I would encourage you to apply to as many scholarships as you can. Like there's so much money out there and like you can take advantage of them, but you just like have to look for them. Just don't be like me where later you're just like, oh man, I wish I would have applied to more because then you kind of like do feel bad for yourself that you're not where you want to be. And you kind of just have to make like the best out of it at, like where you are. So yeah. If you could give advice on like building relationships, whether with teachers or with students, what piece of advice could you give as far as like, like how could the class of 2022 or any class work on building their relationships with their teachers and their friends? Well, building a relationship with a teacher is something unique because at the end, it's an opportunity for you to have some type of recommendation in the future. Whenever you're trying to apply for a new college, you're trying to transition to a new college, you're trying to find a job, there are always going to be a teacher there for you that's going to support you, that's going to uh, talk about like the most spectacular things or the most spectacular abilities that you had, you applied in high school. And that's really a great advantage for some students that have like that relationship with a teacher is that they can actually see or experience a new way that they can actually trust someone besides uh, having a parent or a friend you're going to have a teacher there. Also, it's a person that knows more than you. It's a person that can uh, have a huge change in the way you see life, either in college, either in your personal life. You can have many advantages for you to start working on the new future. Um, I feel like for students to build a relationship with teachers, I feel like it'd be cool if like teachers could just like understand where like students are coming from, like especially as a senior, like 
um, there's like a lot of stress. And sometimes like teachers are like being like really pushy, like, oh, you're not trying in my class, like you're not doing your best, why are you giving up? So it feels like a lot, so it feels like we're not, well, I've been told like people have been saying that like teachers have just like been like really pushy about it instead of like, oh, okay, like I get it. So it feels more like, it feels like really heavy on them. So I feel like if a teacher were to like better understand as to like why a kid isn't doing something and like they feel more comfortable like talking to them about it, like, oh, okay, like I couldn't like get this done. Like, could you help me out? Um, yeah, I feel like it just comes when you start understanding a student and that's like, okay, like I know they understand me and like I know I can go to this teacher and I feel like more comfortable like talking to them about like my stuff and like what I need help with. Do you carry that same advice with you, like, in handling issues with your college professors? <laughs> well, I, okay, because my classes are, like, a little big, I feel like, I don't know, I haven't really approached my professors uh, because I just feel a little weird. But I feel like if I was back in high school, like, I'd for sure, like, try to build that connection because it's, like, a smaller place. So I feel like I can interact with them better. Or, like, maybe even if, like, my classes were to be a little, like, smaller and, like, there's less people and, like, a teacher, I'd feel more comfortable, like, oh, okay, like, I I need help with this. Or, like, could you help me understand? Or, like, just, like, ask for more help. Yeah, building a relationship with a professor is really different than building a relationship with a high school teacher. Professors are just there to go and teach and do their job, and that's it. If you need help, you you yourself have to go up to them and ask for help. Don't wait for them to go up to you and ask you if you need help or if you need something to retake or if you need a need to go like for some advice. You yourself have to start doing that for you. And even though you want to try like trying to impress a professor, sometimes it's not going to work because like they sometimes avoid favoritism because they want to see you succeed in a way that they can actually help you, but not like having like a relationship or like a friend to friend. But yeah, they do and do their job. But at the end of the day, it's what they do. It's not like they want to see you be a friend for them. It's just like doing their part of the job so you can graduate and go to find a job. Any final questions? from current seniors to former seniors? What university do y'all go to? Well, I go to HCC uh, Central Campus. That's in Midtown. I go to UH Main Campus. What are you I'm studying for computer science, and I'm planning on going into a program that's offered at UT Austin uh, once I graduate from community college. And it's really a great opportunity for me because now that I can find more opportunities that can be helpful whenever it comes to finding a job and showing all my resume and all the things I've done and all the um, capabilities I can offer to them, it can be really an impact for me. Um, I'm studying education. And like, I know that like, that's always been something that like, I really want to do, especially because like, I did like junior achievement before. so. I would teach like little kids in the, like elementary, and that was like really fun. Although I'm kind of considering changing it to like 
no. mental therapist, <laughs> but I feel like I might just stick with like education. Yeah, um, you become a mental therapist. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to be that person I didn't have. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, this has been wonderful having you guys here to answer questions. So I just want to say thank you from all of us. Um, being a former, your former teacher, but also just hearing your experiences and then your perspective of things now as you look back on it. So I appreciate you guys coming. Um, I think at this time we're going to kick it to Jose for our spooky story of the week. Welcome to today's weekly spooky story. For today's story, we're going to be talking about the battles that we ran in Russia during World War II, one of the deadliest battles of World War II. By mid-1942, the Germans had an eye on Stalingrad, an industrial city that did not only produce military supplies, but also would also serve as a key strategic code of innovation in Russia. The Nazi Sixth Army attacked the city with air raids, more than 500 tanks, and hundreds of thousands of soldiers. They expected a relatively easy win, but a relentless Russian army held strong. Today, 79, today, 79 years ago, on November 19, 1942, the Russian Red Army launched Operation Uranus, which is a massive counter attack intended to surrender the German Sixth Army. The operation was ultimately successful, cutting off supplies from the German army. Almost the same number of Nazis died in the Battle of Stalingrad than all of the Western fighting against France, the US, and the UK. But, all, but although this was a victory for the Soviets, the Soviets they, they, lost around the, they lost around twice the number of Nazis in this single battle. Some were over a million soldiers. Now I ask if the German army when the battle was starting there, could that have changed the outcome of the invasion of Russia or perhaps the entire world? I mean, as a historian, um, <laughs> any invasions of Russia tend to never be successful because it's too cold for armies to make it through the winter. Um, so I don't know if, if they had lost at Stalingrad, or I'm sorry, if, if the Germans had won at Stalingrad, if that would have made if, I mean, it probably would have made a big difference in um, the Soviets' ability to, like, keep going in the war. But I do, I mean, that, that is a good question to ask. I wonder if, like, the Germans had been successful if they could have pushed through the winter. But usually the winter ends up, like, killing off more people than people making it through. So Russian winters are rough. I believe that if the German army did successfully invade or take over Stalingrad, I think it would have changed the outcome of the war. Um, especially because Stalingrad was a industrial city and it, like produced a lot of military supplies for the Russian army. And um, if they took that, I think the Russians would have like felt defeated, and that would have allowed uh, the Nazi army to invade all of Russia. And now we know that Russia. I, I think personally, Russia did the most work. If my add something, I would say the war would have actually be completely different than what it actually happened. If Germany would have actually conquered all the Russian territory, which is colossal in terms of like the size mm -hmm. of each of all countries in the world, it would have actually impacted the war differently, mostly because now that the Nazis were actually conquering parts of Europe, they actually had like a, mount, a massive amount of countries already conquered. Now having one of the largest country in the world conquered by that Nazi power, imagine how that would have 
change the perspective of the U.S. Mm -hmm. on how to control and try to bring the order back to what was it now. And imagine all the lives just perished during the world. Imagine how difficult it would have been for all those families that had to suffer through the Holocaust, through all the massacres that were uh, perpetrated by the Nazis whenever they tried to invade a new country. And this would have actually made something a new, I would say, a new race for Germany, since all they wanted to do is exterminate all Jews from the uh, the racing humanity and have their own um, mentality of what could be actually like the the great and only nation where they can actually be very prosperous for themselves and not having to deal or having more communication or any type of sharing with other type of race that were inferior to them. Um, well, I agree with both of them saying that the war would be the opposite of the outcome that actually happened. Because um, like what Jose said, supplies were cut off. And so like them having those supplies would have allowed them to have a better chance on winning. Well, y'all have very strong opinions about this battle. Um, all right, for time, I think we ought to close this out. Sam, can you take it away? Um, that concludes today's episode. Thank you to our team and our sponsor, Ms. Griffin. Thank you, Catherine and Angel, for coming today. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to today's episode. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving break. We'll see you in a week.